he's a football guy. And um, so we have a lot in common there. We really enjoy football. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Football guys, Bill Belichick's a football guy. This show, football people, and we're back here on the BetQL Network talk some, talking some preseason across the NFL. So, Joe, I saw you, you pointed out yesterday morning the overs and how, how much they hit in week one of the preseason. Last week, I mean, we did it with the, um, the Hall of Fame game. We did it last week, too. There were so many low totals. It just felt like, and it's always tricky because you're like, eh, like, am I really going to bet a 31 and a half with all these backups in? But it just felt so low across the league last week for, for professional football players in a 60-minute game. So what was it? Was it 14 and three? Was that the number? 14 and well, three if you over? Include- if you include the Hall of Fame game, we're at 14 and right. three. Hall of Fame game plus week number one. And you were on that. You were stressing these numbers are way too low. But what I would also add to that is even if they were at a normal number, I think, I think they all would have hit two or most of them. Mm-hmm. The, there were two, there were two that were really close that make the numbers uh, look a little bit uh, more extreme. Tennessee, Baltimore, Cleveland, Jacksonville, each of them just barely hit the over. A little luck there. It was only by a half a point when you look at the closing number. But the majority of, of these 14 and threes that we're talking about, let's see, 12 of them, 12 of the 14 went over by more than a touchdown. So you saw quite the reaction that everybody in the sports betting community was expecting. And it wasn't as simple as let's just uh, get these really high because then the sharps came in. Some of the betting groups, they're like, whoa, 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 that's too high. So now we're going to bring it back. There was a time yesterday when you had 11 games in the 40s. But if you look at it right now this morning, this Tuesday morning, you don't have 11 games uh, with totals in the 40s. Why? Because they were knocked down by some pros on Monday. Yeah, you see some – so what's the lowest we got on the board? 36.5? Is that the lowest I'm seeing here? Eagles-Browns coming up on Sunday. But we got more more like upper 30s, low 40s is what I'm seeing, like 38.5, 39.5, 41 36.5 is the smallest one I see. But it is stark, Aaron, just looking at the numbers last week compared to this week. Remember we had 31s, 32.5. We have a bunch of 41.5s this week, you know, 39.5. No. It's way different. There's – even some 42 and a halfs, I see a couple. Um, yeah, that's the highest I see. I mean, last week the totals were so low and we saw all the over. So now is this going to be an like overreaction the other way? I guess it's hard to know because when you're having backups play and if there's going to be sloppy play and less scoring, maybe it will go the other way. Um, I guess we just have to see what the information, who's exactly playing for how long to determine what we think these totals, like some looking at some of these high ones, like bears at Seahawks is 42 and a half. Um, we've got commanders chiefs, 42 and a half. Um, that one, the chiefs was really, you know, two different halves last week. I mean, we saw when Mahomes played and then it was just garbage time after that. Um, so yeah, there's definitely some like, 10 points higher than what we were seeing last week. Definite overreaction, I think. Because not only do we have this big jump in just a matter of one week, on average, I mean, it looks like a lot of these totals just went up a touchdown. A touchdown. 
And we'll get into some of the moves that we see on the sides as well. A lot of uh, drastic line movement there. But early indication, we don't have all the information at this point, but the early indication, even before the week one games, was that a lot of these coaches are going to treat the week two preseason game like it's garbage. Like it doesn't exist. It's more about some starting the season in week one. Now, some decided they didn't, they didn't care about it. They're not playing any of their starters week one. That's fine. There were a handful of teams. But I'd say the majority of teams did play their starting quarterbacks, so they're looking at week one and week three because you do have that pretty large gap between week three and the start of the regular season. So that tells me all these backups in there. Now, with that, you get backup defensive players as well. But I'm going to be looking at some of these unders this week because – Based on what we've seen so far, Matt Ryan, he's not playing. Uh, Zach Taylor comes out again. Starters not going to play. Cliff Kingsbury, starters not going to play. Like They're already doing this. So I think that's going to be the norm in week two. Yeah, I think it's a gigantic overreaction to last week. And I don't think it, it's taking into account the difference in mentality last week to this week. You're starting to hit on that, Joe. Two things that stood out to me watching on last weekend. One, Zach Wilson gets hurt. We'll find out today how serious that is. I have a feeling it might be more serious than the Jets have let on. It's been weird, the reporting on that for a week. It's like, yeah, we think it's okay. Uh, we'll see. So you have a starting yeah. quarterback that got hurt, uh, you know, maybe significantly. Jalen Hurts took a late hit by the sideline. That probably stands out to coaches around the league. Like, what are we doing? Why are we putting these quarterbacks in there? And I know for the Eagles, I'm not sure every team this week, I'll have to kind of dive in, but these joint, the Eagles are going to Cleveland early for joint practices. Coaches say those are better than the preseason games for action. So if I had to guess right now, the Eagles are going to go practice against the Browns for two days. They're going to be good practices. They're going to put their players out there, and they're not going to play anyone on, on the game on Sunday because that counted for the coaching staff as the preseason game. I actually, like, this doesn't, in theory, I understand why the numbers are going up, right? It's a progression. Week one, week two. I don't know. I could see lower numbers this week. I could see coaches being scared of the Zach Wilson injury. Joint practices. And they're like, you know what? We're, we don't need to put our guys out there. Joe, I think we're getting – I'm with you. I think we're getting unders this week. I see 42s and a half, 42 and a half. I'm like, no, that's too many points. I'm out. Especially with a <laughs> bunch of backups and these teams are looking to finalize their rosters – I don't think they're going to be playing a lot of starters at all. They're just going to see, okay, who do we really want to make the team here? Let's put those guys out, see what we have. I'm not expecting a lot in this second um, preseason week. Deshaun Watson going to play? Play on Friday. He could. Yeah. Well, I think that is one guy I could see playing. Stefanski is said Brissett's not playing. All right. So. That I think that was pretty interesting. Is this guy going to take a snap in the preseason? He's going to roll. Like, Brissett is so good. We're just going to roll things out there. We're going to be fine. Okay. No, I, I, he did get some action the other day, right? On Friday? I think, Doesn't I matter. think he did. But Stefanski did say starters are not going to play. So, assuming your week one starting quarterback, Brissett, and the other starter is not going to play. That would be interesting if they throw Watson out there without the other starters. I wonder if that's going to happen. Like, yeah, I mean, and we're still obviously waiting on some sort of news on this. I mean, I saw uh, Florio yesterday said that maybe it's a settlement is being discussed where he gives in a little bit and says, fine, I'll just accept, you know, whatever the number is. And, and then they've reached the middle ground. So there's no lawsuits after all this. But 
Yeah, mm -hmm. so that's one of the lowest totals on the board, if not the lowest that I saw this morning, 36 and a half. And I kind of understand the Eagles, based on what they did last year, will not play guys after the joint practice. I don't expect to see them out there in the second game. No Brissette, no starting offense centers for the Browns. This could be an ugly uh -huh. kind of game. Unless, but Deshaun Watson, sure. like it, he's also could be part of it too. So that's that's interesting. Um, what about the numbers? You mentioned sides, Joe. We could talk, touch on that as well with some of these games. The Ravens Baltimore. are six and a half point. <laughs> Baltimore. Okay, so is this the books finally stepping up? What something that I've been waiting for four years and just saying, okay, you want to keep betting the Ravens? You think this is free money? Now lay a touchdown in the preseason. See, see if you're willing to do that. I can't believe we haven't seen this. This is not the norm at this point. 21 games. Come on. 19 and 2 against the spread. What, what were you guys waiting for? And this thing opened at three and a half. So I'm not even sure that it's the book saying, okay, okay, let, let's see how much faith you have in Baltimore in the preseason. How much do you truly believe in the trend? Because this jumped up three points when Kingsbury says starters are not going to play. So that tells me that that's why it moved. It didn't have anything to do with Ravens in the preseason, maybe a little bit, but not that much. No, I mean, well, yeah, with the, the depth that the Ravens have as well, you know. But I, I honestly thought last week should have been closer to minus two fifty on the money line, and now I'm not interested in betting it. But I, I'm surprised that it was only what minus one forty five, one minus one sixty on the money line. Yeah, the betting the Ravens this week probably will be a stay away from me. I'm going to take it. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I love it. I want to. I want to. What do we, with the Cardinals backups? What do we, it's fine. I don't mind it. Yeah. I'm just going to ride it till it dies. Like, what? It, what's the big deal? They, they, they just, it's been years now. This is, this is the Ravens calling card. So they're minus six and a half on, on uh, Sunday against the Arizona Crows. Anything else in terms of sides stand out to us for some of these games? I mean, obviously more information we get with playing time. Yeah. Is going to matter. Yeah. What, what stands out? I think that's it. I just want to get more information. I'm just not as interested when I don't know. Like, a lot of these guys aren't even going to make the team. I just need more information. I'm not as interested as I was last week in this. Uh, Denver Buffalo, five and a half point move. Massive move there. Carolina, New England, five point move. Houston, LA Rams, four and a half point move. The Texans are favored. Rams opened as a favorite. Why'd they open as a favorite? McVay doesn't care about the preseason. Yeah, what's the so, point of allowing the line to move? Like, we, we, this is where it should have been to start. Like, I, that doesn't make any right. sense. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's a guaranteed win, but I'm just, I, I find it interesting to monitor the betting market strongly disagreeing. Most of this is not news, it was just strong disagreements. The betting market's like, nope, you got that wrong. Nope, you're wrong here. You're wrong yeah. there. And then in one day, with very little information, on Monday morning, these things are moving nearly a touchdown. Find it fascinating. I do too. This, is, um, this doesn't happen during the regular season. This is only quarterback injury, quarterback suspension, something like that. Sure. Uh, that that's the only way you see moves like this during the regular season. Absolutely. Um, here's one that interests me just off the bat. I looked, saw the number this morning. Falcons, Jets. Um, the Jets obviously that lost Zach Wilson. Too. Don't, 
Don't you think they're going to be extra careful now with Joe Flacco? Like how how much are they going? To, they're going to. The, I feel like the Jets are going to have to sign a quarterback or whoever the fourth guy in their campus, and he's going to have to play the entire second half of this game. They can't mess around. They already lost their starter for six weeks or whatever that's going to be. Flacco's going to play two series and get out of there. He's a million years old. And then it's going to be Mike White for a half, and then some guy we probably don't even know who yes. he is for a half. Yeah, right. Like Mike this White. is a Falcon spot. I, I like. Uh, yeah, the I agree. I. I saw Falcons money line yesterday. It was like minus 115. Then it went to minus 160. And now it's back down a little bit to minus 140. But at minus 115, I like the Falcons money line. I don't know. I might just bet it minus 140 today, to be honest, because I think this is a Falcons spot. Ritter. Don't you trust Ritter more? I do. Yeah. Sorry. Chris Strevler from I South Strevler. I don't know who this guy is. He's going to play the entire second half of this game. Chris Strevler from South Dakota or something, wherever he's from. Okay, so three years. Yeah. Pro. So it'll be your bet. If you do the full game, your bet will be decided by Chris Strevler <laughs> and Felipe Franks. Oh, Felipe Franks has been a, a preseason <laughs> darling in the years past. I know Felipe Franks. Yeah. I thought so, about Felipe Franks' last postseason, or the last preseason, but I know who he is. Was he? He wasn't an eagle, was he? Ever? No, no, no. no. I just feel Atlanta. like I've, we've seen him in the preseason before. Okay. <laughs> oh, lock in Atlanta. Lock him in. Let's go. I'm in, yeah. Is that a Monday game or no? Yes, it's just last Monday night. Part. No, oh. Monday night football next week. Why did Why didn't we have a game last night? That's my question. I was. Missing. I don't know. It was it's just a tease. I was ready for Monday Night Football. Like, what are we doing? I wanted to turn it on. And no are they going to roll out Buck and Aikman next Monday night, or is it just some? So just throw someone in the booth. Like, I, I can don't see it think being you a need warm to do up. That. Yeah, well, they don't well, need that. Well, you, but well, I don't know if you noticed on NFL Tuna. Network over the weekend. I brought this up yesterday. I. I kind of freaked out for a quick second because I turned on NFL Network and I hear the voice of Steve Levy. He's doing Broncos preseason. I thought, I'm like, wait, oh. did ESPN bring it back? <laughs> you thought no, Levy was out of your life and he's back now. <laughs> right. He was back. Dude. I think it was Broncos games. I think he was it's doing like that me side of it complaining all year last year of all the dumb Schlereth games I got to deal with with the Eagles. And then I week one, Eagles-Lions, and Schlereth's going to be on the call. I can't escape him. I'm just – it's it's every week. So I need him to win more games. Get away from the uh, the, the Schlereth game of the week. All right. So we'll uh, we'll check on the bucket eight, I think. But line movement, keep paying attention to who's playing, who's not, and which teams are in joint practices this week. I think it matters because I, I think those coaches are less likely to put their players out. Those joint practices are kind of like the real games to the coaches. Okay, so which ones do we know about? I've heard a lot of chatter about New England, Carolina this week, right? Eagles are going to Cleveland on Thursday. Philadelphia.